Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Cue the intro music. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Top Ranking Podcast episode number... 29. Wow. Unbelievable. And we've gotten so much traction with this. Upwards of five people listening. Yeah. My parents are, well, they're still not proud. Are they still listening? I doubt it. I think, I bet you they gave up 28 ago. Yeah. I always worry too that my brother, my brother is one of these people who he likes to, he converses with my parents. He shares a lot of stuff with my parents and that. And every now and again, he'll share my stuff with my parents. And that might be this podcast. And I, I don't know. I just feel like I'd be uncomfortable if I knew my parents were listening. Great people, but they're really smart people. <laughs> I, my dad has a PhD. My mom has a master's. Maybe my mom could have tried harder. But either way, uh, their son, Garn, their oldest son, has um, three months of disc jockey school. Yeah. That's what I have. They're sitting around talking about physics and science, and we're talking about things we hate. Yeah. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast, available however you found it. You're listening to it right now, so just do that again. Yeah, I mean, it's not necessarily just things you hate. It's things that cause you sort of an... Uh, an irrational amount of anger, little things that just set you right off. And I got a few of these things. My, my number one thing is that when you call somebody and they're like, hello, and you start talking away and, and then 10 seconds in, they're like, ha, got you. This is a voicemail message. Oh, I <laughs> hate that. It's a thing that most of the population will hear that and be like, what's the big deal? Oh, But for you... Ooh, like you need to go calm down. You need to go take a walk. Because it made me look dumb. (laughs) Like nobody saw me just talking, thinking that I was talking to a real person. But I don't like the fact that you played me. It's like when you get home after a hard day's work and you find that someone is parked right in front of your house. Yes. In your parking spot and you just, you go red with rage. Yeah. What do you got there, sport? Connor, how you doing? Good. How about you? I'm not doing too bad. We still talking about things that irritate us? If only there was a glove that you could put on, and then the person who does the irritating thing, you could just snap your fingers, and then they would vanish and disappear. Oh, I totally agree. Hmm. I should invent that. People who use the word irregardless. See, now are we just getting petty, though? We probably are. See, I'm not going to correct you for it, because that's also something that irritates me. I know what you're talking about, but I've judged you. I get wound up more over people who don't know the difference between seen and saw. You didn't seen Connie at the mall. You saw Connie at the mall. Oh, I, I totally agree. That that does drive me nuts as well. Yeah. Okay. I got to get to work on designing this glove thing. I think that'd be, man, I think that could come in handy. I would buy one from you. Yeah. I feel like you just, I don't know, you put this glove on, you snap. Introducing the Garnco Infinity Gauntlet. Got a petty grudge? Deal with it with a snap of the fingers with the Garnco Infinity Gauntlet. The barista that says cheers instead of thank you. People that don't pick up their feet when they walk. Privileged preteens throwing gang symbols in every photo. People that send you a YouTube link and then 30 seconds later say, hey, did you watch that link? Anyone with a food blog. 
and people that refer to their pet as their fur baby. The Garco Infinity Gauntlet, bringing balance to the universe. Life is better with Garco Industries. Garco. Oh man, oh man. I got to make that a reality. What it, am I doing? I mean, cancel all my plans. I got to make the Garnco Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. And, you know, in the Avengers, Thanos uses the gauntlet just to wipe out half of all life in the universe. Yeah, I don't want to go that far. No, but, I mean, it does sound convenient if you have a petty grudge. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, you see a guy wearing sunglasses in the mall. <laughs> Snap your fingers. Yeah. He turns to dust. Yeah. You find out that uh, the guy you work with calls Toronto the Six. Oh. Snap your fingers, poof. People that people that chew the ice cubes while they're talking to you. Oh! <laughs> when you're at a hockey game and uh, your team's on a power play, the guy in front of you that's yelling, shoot! Oh, can we stick with the hockey theme for a second? Sure. The guy that tries to start a hockey chant when he's nowhere near a hockey game. <laughs> what about people that call Vancouver Van City? Oh, or Coover. Do people call it Coover? If they do, I'm the stabbing Coof? my finger. Oh. <laughs> the Coove. Oh, yeah, I've seen them in the Coove. Uh, people who say seen instead of saw. That's one of them. Oh, right there. my God. Uh, that one drives me insane, the scene saw. Yeah. Oh. People that call their pet their fur baby. Oh, my God. I'm still just hearing the scene saw thing makes me so... Angry. What about people, and have we talked about this on the podcast before, people that abbreviate words or they shorten words, but they only drop one syllable, like delish? You ever say delish in front of me? I'm putting that glove on and I'm snapping. Yeah, if I remember in a mall and you're on an escalator in front of me and you get to the top and just stop to try and figure (laughs) out where you have to go next at the top of the escalator... Oh. oh, say your goodbyes. Get your fares in order because I'm snapping my fingers. Next to hockey chant guy when there's no hockey anywhere close to where you're standing and he starts to, he tries to start that hockey chant. What about the guy that, get, that gets angry at concerts because, according to him, the crowd is being lame? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy. I'll snap my fingers and send that guy home. Or the guy in a concert when... You're standing there, and it's clearly like a, a subdued crowd, but they're trying to get a mosh pit started. Yeah. It's like a bunch of people standing around with their girlfriends and stuff, and they're trying to start a, Take that somewhere else. Snap. Oh, I got to talk to this guy, Bryce. Can I have a second of podcast airtime? Sure. I think that at this point in human existence, we could have some perforation on the top of any package that needs to be opened that actually tears properly. Yeah. I mean, a big bag of M&M's. We've had jillions of these things made, but they still can't get the they still can't get the perforation right, and then the resealable bag is wrecked if you tear too carelessly. That's right. That's right. I'm not alone. This has happened to you, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Like you buy a bag of almonds or something like that, and you can't seal them again because somebody got overzealous with the perforation tear. But how could you not? There's a little indicator notch there. That's where I'm supposed to pull, and I do. Not too crazy, not too soft, just the perfect amount of pressure, but never works. Yeah, it just goes off the rails and zigzags right over top of the resealable part, and the bag is shut. You might as well just throw it away. 100%. I feel like I'm being viewed by a secret camera somewhere, and they're just watching me scream at my M&Ms once I purchase them. When are we going to make some advances in perforation science? 
yeah, we need something here. Yeah, that's happened to you before, right? Bryce, you buy that giant, huge bag of M&Ms at Costco. The perf- the little resealable thing gets wrecked. Next thing you know it, you have to sit there and eat the whole giant bag of M&Ms or they'll go bad. Yeah, that's why I eat the whole bag. They're like egg salad. They Not much of a shelf life once that bag is open. Same thing with my Tide Pods bag. Mm. Have you ever opened one of those and then the zipper thing snaps immediately? <laughs> yeah. You know, my t- Tide Pods going to go bad? Yeah. You got to use them all at once. Yeah. Next thing you know, there's a rave foam party going on in your living room. <laughs> Maybe that's how the Tide Pod challenge started. Maybe. You can only do so much laundry and you don't want your Tide Pods to go bad. May as well eat it. I got another one here. Oh, good. Lay it on me. Uh, somebody said, I get extremely agitated by the honk and lock feature on vehicles, especially when people use them right in front of their homes. It causes unnecessary no- noise. There is literally no other time when it would be appropriate to honk your horn while you're not driving. Why on earth is this acceptable? It's not like you have a choice. You push the button and the horn honks. But I agree. It's ridiculous. Yeah. There are sometimes because you and I get up very early mm-hmm. in the morning, that sometimes... If you do that and it's like 4 o'clock in the morning, you do feel bad. Hey, fellas, uh, before I forget, I'm sure this one's been mentioned. My irrational anger comes from people who work in the service industry and are in their late teens and early 20s who insist on calling you sweetie, darling, hun, or other terms of endearment. (laughs) It does make you feel old. (laughs) I'm 15 years older than you. Yeah. Stop calling me sweetie. The other extreme, though, is I went to this. I told you about this. I went to this punk show, like 10 punk bands in this sketchy bar. And when I was going in with my ticket, the girl behind the counter, my wife was with me. She hates punk, but she came anyway. That's fun. And um, the girl who took our tickets behind the counter, she's like, oh, my God, I, this is so awesome that you people would come out to this. It's like, Ooh. oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm not that old. <laughs> but I did feel old because I was that old. Once I looked at the crowd. So, care to recite some of the band names? that were? <laughs> no. It was <laughs> two of the bands I saw that night. Uh, both had the F word in the name of their band. F face. And what was the other one? Oh, Mother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, why is my band not getting any play on the radio, man? Yeah. Why won't much music play our videos? You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet. Where if you can dream it, there's definitely a porno about it. So, Bryce, you're big on the Game of Thrones. I am. I'm all in. We're in the uh, middle of the last season right now. Are you able to stay on top of it, though? Like, are you able to watch the episodes before you come into the office and somebody's like, oh, yeah, did you see last night when this happened? Yeah, we've made it a thing that on Sunday nights, we watch it when it first airs. So Mm. it's like 7 o'clock our time. Real time. Yeah, the East Coast feed. That's how you do it. Yeah. So we watch that. So I'm all caught up before I even go to bed on Sunday. Wow. So there's no fear. Nobody's going to be able to spoil it for you. No, I'm pretty on top of it. We do need to come up with a law, with a rule of some kind, a statute of limitations for spoilers. Because how many times have you been talking about a movie that's like 20 years old and somebody would, uh, spoiler. (laughs) Can you believe in speed they're able to stop the bus? Oh, what about the cruise ship? Do they get that under control in speed too? I honestly did not see Speed 2. With Jason Patrick? (laughs) Wow. 
I can't believe I know that much about speed too. But yeah, after how many years? What should we say? Like, yeah. Did you know that Neo at the end of the Matrix is the one? <gasps> what? I know. Huh. Hey, Bryce, did you know the Apollo 11 astronauts, they get home? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes. The Titanic doesn't float, everybody. It doesn't float. Oh. Oh, that kid, that cute, adorable kid, uh, he's dead for the entire movie. Brad Pitt and Edward Norton uh-huh. are the same guy. Didn't know that. Yeah. This should be a game, actually. This should be the spoiler game, where you do the spoiler... And then you have to guess what the movie or the TV show is. Yeah. Let I me d- try one on you. I think you're right. Like, I think there needs to be a time, whether we make it five years. Five is good. I think five is a good number. Like, when did Breaking Bad end? Ten years ago? Maybe Ooh, not ten. I don't know if it was ten. Huh. I don't know. I feel, I don't know. You interpreted that differently than I did. Walter White? You said he's dead? Oh, yeah. He's dead, though. I, I don't think he was dead. I don't think he was. No? Didn't yeah. he, wasn't he lying dead on the floor? Ah, uh, maybe. Maybe he was just faking it. <laughs> you never know. Um, here's one for you, Bryce. Can you guess what I'm talking about? Okay. Jim and Pam get married. Oh, Jim and Pam. Well, it was impossible not to cry during that episode. Oh, my God, was it ever <laughs> impossible to not cry. I loved that episode. Oh, oh, oh. The Office. Yeah, of course. Of course. You're right. um, how about this? Well, this one... The guy in the black cloak and the black helmet is Luke's dad. Oh, yeah. Empire. Was it Empire? I think so. it was one of those. It was a Star Wars movie. This would be a good game, the spoiler game. Let's work on this. I like that. It simultaneously make you feel good about your pop culture knowledge and ruin someone's day. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet where no one ever responds to my urgent MySpace messages. Craig, is he here? Uh, I don't know if he's here yet. Craig is a producer in this building, and he always tells us these little stories that just have a hint of weird to them. Yeah, he's lived a strange life, Uh Craig has, and he'll tell us these stories so casually. Yeah, and and you're you're kind of like, what? Huh? What? He was the one who was fired over Instagram, or found out in his Instagram Oh, yeah, we talked about him last week. Yeah, same guy. uh, Told us another story the other day that made everyone go, wait, what? (laughs) And this is a weird one, and I'm not going to lie. It's not going to paint his dad in the best. Some people are going to be outraged at Craig's dad yeah, in this story. And that's not the purpose of this. Not the purpose, but it, it's going to be a result. Yeah. Um, Craig <laughs> was talking about his dad. I think his dad's a military guy. The family used to live in Germany, and they were packing up to leave Germany to come back to Canada or wherever they were going. They were moving somewhere else. He got stationed somewhere else. And as they're leaving, they're driving to the airport – Craig's got his little turtle. He's got a turtle for a pet. And his dad's like, we can't take that to Canada or wherever we're going. They won't let us out of the country with a turtle. Yeah, and he was right. So they're driving along, I imagine, the Autobahn. Probably. And they pull over to the side of the road, a delightful lake at the side of the Autobahn. And his dad gets out, except for the lake is still frozen. (laughs) It hasn't fully thawed yet. So... He takes the little turtle and kind of skips him across the ice (laughs) and hopes to get the turtle into the open water that's a little bit further out. It's unclear whether that happens or not. Or whether the turtle could survive in that particular water. Do they need a special salt water? I don't know. 
Like, I don't know what their situation is. Is it too cold for those questions? Clearly, were not asked. Yeah. It's just there's some water. That's a turtle. He's going in the drink. I imagine his dad doing that move where he takes the turtle and he gets way down low and like just a crazy sidearm and skips it seven or eight times across the top of the water. Yeah. On one hand, all the onlookers are horrified, but on the other hand, they're like, nice skip. He got seven skips. Nobody gets seven skips. But he skipped a turtle into a lake as they're driving to the. <laughs> One of those things that that would bend your frame mm-hmm. as a young child to see your father skip your beloved pet. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we got to get to the airport because we're le- we're we're moving to another country. Yeah. We're uprooting your entire life. Oh, that thing you love. I'm gonna go throw it in the lake. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we should talk a little. Well, I guess this isn't really a scarring childhood memory, but there's the story too of the person. Her sister bought a house, and when they went and moved into the house. There was a child's casket in one of the closets. Jeez. <laughs> like the stuff people leave behind after a move. I've left like a broken lawn chair, something there, like that. There was no skeleton inside that casket. No, it was just a chest. Someone who was doing some, uh, maybe they were on sale. And they're like, well, might you might need this one day. It's yeah. pretty morbid, actually, if you think about it. But They bought a pack of three. They only needed two. So they left, That's the, right. they left the third behind. Wow. Dark. <laughs> Jeez. You know, a child's casket just in a closet in the house. That so what would do you be do? Horrifying. Like, do you call your realtor and say, hey, can you come get this? Can you, wouldn't you want to find out why there was a child's casket in your closet? Yeah. Like, do you need this? Yeah. Because <laughs> I really have no purpose. I, I guess I could put it on my front lawn and turn it into a planter of some sort. Oh, yeah. The things you leave behind. So I guess Craig's dad couldn't leave the turtle behind. So he no. took care of business. Yeah. Uh, but the casket, that can stay. Yeah. It's like when I moved into my house, I moved in in the middle of winter, and as the snow melted in the spring, I started to realize that some things got left behind in the backyard. Like a whole lot of dog turd. There was a lot of dog turds. Uh, the most haunting thing was in one of the flower beds was a statue of a dog, but the face had been like- Smashed out. Smashed out. Ooh. So there was just a statue of a dog with no face that is appeared it, in a snowbank. Is it still there? Oh, it's still there. Good. Is it always going to have a place there? I found part of the nose uh-huh. that oh. completes three quarters of its face. Yeah, but don't glue it back together. <laughs> it's so horrific with just the broken face. And it's so innocent. The dog is wearing suspenders. <laughs> little, but its face was smashed. Uh, and I had no idea until three months after I had moved in. I bought a suit once. Well, this is kind of a different topic altogether, but I bought a suit, and uh, I bought it for a costume party I was going to. It's a plaid suit. Oh, right, yeah. It was was a joke suit. Yeah, yeah. You've seen that suit before. I've worn it in many, many promo pictures. But it's a plaid suit, and when I bought it, inside the chest pocket inside was a funeral program. (laughs) Some more. And was, it wasn't that old, was it? No, no. It was fairly recent. Yeah. Like the suit was old from the 70s probably. But I think I, I can't remember what year I bought it. But the funeral program was from within a couple of years. Yeah. So someone wore that horrible suit to In the funeral. 2000s. Yeah. That would have been in the 2000s. Not in the 70s. Or maybe the dead guy had the suit on. Would he have a program for his own funeral? Maybe he was a raging narcissist. Ooh, maybe. Yeah. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Barry posts weird things on Facebook. Okay, so we got this phone call the other day, and it ties into something I've been thinking about, too. Um, we'll just keep it on the QT for now. Okay, this is, it's funny that you should text me today, 
because just yesterday afternoon I was out for a walk and I was listening to a podcast and I was so fascinated by I wanted to Google some stuff in the podcast, but like you, I didn't want my door getting kicked down by CSIS. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sure that there are people out there who want to Google something. They want to ask questions, but you don't want to visit from the government or the police. Exactly, especially if you're going to the states within the next couple months. Yeah. Now, do you go ahead? What was it that you wanted to Google, but you were afraid to? Well, I, I've always wanted to know who the guy was that invented or whatever it was the Molotov cocktail. Like, who was he? And I don't even know what a Molotov cocktail is. Like, I, I'm assuming it's like vodka or something with high alcohol. And, you know, why did he throw it? Like, what ticked him off so much? And, you know, is there actually a legit cocktail um, out there that, you know, I can make, um, you know, at a party or something like that? And so things like that are like, even if you're like Google mapping and, you know, how everybody wants to look down at their house yeah. and you're like, you know, looking at Siberia and then you're moving over to North Korea, like, are they like tracking that? I don't yeah. know. Maybe what we should do is we should start a new feature. And I just, we, we need to sort of spitball a name here and we get Bryce to Google the things that nobody else wants to Google, and Bryce has to do it on his work computer. That would be awesome. So, Bryce, we'll get Bryce to work on the history of the Molotov cocktail. You know what? It's like a bottle of gasoline with a rag in it, right? See, I did not. I thought it was actually some sort of alcohol in it. No, I think it's just gas or kerosene. It's something flammable. Perfect. Yeah. See, now you know. Great. We'll, See, we'll, get Bryce, we'll get Bryce to look that up too, okay? Sounds perfect. On his laptop. You have a good day. And thank you for this. Thank you. I'm glad you contributed this. Oh, well, thanks for calling. Yeah, I mean, it's fairly innocent now that you hear, oh, she just wanted to know what a Molotov cocktail was made of. That, to me, seems kind of harmless. But at the same time, <laughs> I guess nobody wants CSIS or the RCMP kicking down their front door. No. So... I could see, yeah, like that is a fairly innocent thing. Like, I don't think that would cause any red flags. If you're wondering, uh, I Googled Molotov cocktail, a crude incendiary device typically consisting of a bottle filled with flammable liquid with the means of ignition. Okay. So here's the thing. You can, um, you can ask Bryce to Google those things you don't want in your Google history. Now, we have a 10-year-old caller. Is uh, Timmy? Timmy is on line four. Timmy, you have a question? What is a snuff film? What is a snuff <laughs> That's my favorite clip of all time, by the way. The sound of an innocent child asking, what is a snuff film? I, that's a real call we got to the radio show. That must be 10 or 12 years ago. Because I think I just sort of casually mentioned snuff film on the radio and that kid's dad made him call me because the, the dad didn't want to explain. Yeah, it wasn't his fault that his kid found out what a snuff film. So that was the day I had to tell a 10-year-old what a snuff film is. And so, uh, if you Google it, and I did. Oh, boy. On a work computer, by the way, it says a pornographic movie of an actual murder. Dark. Very dark. There's actually a whole Wikipedia entry on it, Hmm. which seems a little weird, but also makes me feel better about you know, maybe not setting off a ton of red flags with HR. <laughs> like, oh, there's a Wikipedia thing on it. That's it's very completely official. innocent. It's a film genre, according to them. We, um, what was the murder karate, karate murder? Oh, man. Yeah. So, like, snuff film came up and 
you look under videos. Yeah. And I, I'm really starting to walk on thin ice here. Yeah, don't watch the videos. So you click on videos, and then there's a YouTube thing for the five most disturbing snuff films. Turns out it's just an explanation film, kind of oh. explaining what they perceive to be the five. And there's stills of each one. And one of them is called Karate Murder. And it almost looks like an instructional video, like a karate instructional video. And I'm going to guess that somebody yeah, caught looks, dead. It looks like, yeah, they're like, we're going to show off some sweet karate moves and something went sideways. And ooh, yeah, boy. well, my thing that I was wondering about the other day is I wanted to Google. How can you just disappear? Because I, I started thinking to myself, it'd be very actually relaxing, therapeutic. To just disappear without a, a, a trace. But they, I, it was spurred on by, I was listening to this podcast and it was a story of a guy who disappeared, literally just vanished one day. But this is decades ago. There has never been a trace of this guy. Not one single trace. And I think it'd be really hard to disappear now because everybody, you leave an electronic footprint wherever you go. There's cameras everywhere. You use your ATM card. You use your cell phone. I can't disappear without my cell phone. How am I gonna How am I gonna check up on Facebook? Well, I went ahead and Googled it for you. Really? Oh, you did? I did. I found this site, skilledsurvival.com. Oh, give me some tips, please, Bryce. This is a huge, long article on how to disappear. On how to disappear. Uh, the long and short of it is, it's it's a long con. Oh. So you're going to take some time setting this thing up. So I'm not going to just wake up angry on Saturday morning and go, I just feel like I need to disappear and be done? No. No. No, it doesn't quite work that way. They talk about how I have to plan it out. Uh, they say preparation is key. That's yeah. actually tip number one. Uh, you have to start distancing yourself from others. That's already, um, wheels are in motion there. Yeah, that's easy. It actually sounds kind of nice. Yep. Uh, start withdrawing all your money slowly. Mm-hmm. Mm, from all your accounts, pay off your credit cards, get that done, close things down. Uh, kill your social media accounts. Get rid of any pets you might have. Wow, really? Re request a chunk of time off from work. Why? I don't know. They say you'll want a head start before anyone begins questioning your absence. Oh, okay. So if you just decide to disappear on a Saturday morning, come Monday, they're going to be like, hey, where did Kevin go? But if you've booked two weeks off, Ooh. you got a two-week head start. Why am I reading this? <laughs> Oh, this seems horribly irresponsible. Going through it like, man, the people that wrote this article, it is paranoid. The uh, the one thing that I did like, though, is uh, start wearing a hat, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, the change up your personal appearance section of this has things you'd expect, like dye your hair, but don't pick a crazy color. Mm -hmm. But the best part is choose a hat that you'd never be caught wearing in your old life. Maybe for you, that's a fedora. There's a link to a fedora website as well as an image of the fedora hat. I don't think I could wear a fedora. I've never met anybody interesting wearing a fedora. I think the fedora is that hat that you you start wearing when you want to be interesting, but you're not quite there yet. I feel like I could put on a fedora in a city where no one knows my name, not a single soul knows who I am, and they would still be like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'd, they'd smell it on you. <laughs> it would just stand out like a sore thumb. So pick a hat that you would, I would, I don't know, sombrero. Although a sombrero is kind of a good time party hat and disappearing isn't really a celebration. It's just you trying to. Yeah. Um, you don't exactly uh, blend into the crowd when you're wearing a sombrero. A chef's hat? 
probably the same uh, not desired effect because it says here, be the background, stick to the shadows. Mm. Uh, this one, it's a text message. If I were to disappear, I'd wear a Captain Crunch hat. Ooh. That's not bad. Yeah. I think that's the kind of hat, though, that if you started wearing a Captain Crunch hat or old-timey sailor's cap, your friends would start to notice there's a change and something's not quite right. I don't think you can just go from Bryce Kelly, everyday Bryce Kelly, wearing a ball cap to Bryce Kelly that wears a, a jaunty sun hat <laughs> without there being red flags. No. I mean, you probably can't just start speaking with an accent. No. No, there's some things you can't do. Some of the other things that people wanted you to Google. Um, oh, no. Listen to this. The dollar store sells some off-brand foreign honey. It's graded differently than here in Canada. I wanted to know the difference, so I started to Google grade two honeys. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. So, Bryce, could you do that on your work computer, please? Grade two honeys. Grade two honey. Oh, it actually it, it worked out in my favor. Oh, my God. That was risky. Bees. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's all about bees. Okay, I thought there was going to be something else. I'm not going to lie. I was holding my breath. There's, uh, We got a text. I don't know if you saw this one. Uh, I don't think I'm going to Google it. It says, I would like to know if my five-month-old baby's circumcision healed properly, but don't want to Google pictures of normal baby penis. <laughs> wow. Um, I would love to help out. I feel like any minute now, Bryce, you're going to get a knock <laughs> on the door. I don't know I'm up to the task of Googling uh, if your baby's doing okay. I think uh, You don't doctor, even want to say the word again, do you? I don't. No. I don't. But I understand completely why they did not look that up. That's a tough one. Uh, we got another one that said, how much lie does it take to dissolve a corpse? And what? how long does it actually take? Is that for real? Let's uh, Google it, huh? Okay, here we go. How much lie does it take to dissolve a corpse? It take to dissolve. Is that even the right chemical? L-Y-E. Is that what you would use? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay, well. <laughs> Are alarms going off? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. How long does it take to dissolve a human body? First thing that popped up, uh, the assassins typically use sodium hydroxide or potassium hydroxide. Strong base is commonly known as lye. Okay, so that answers that. A uh, solution can turn a body into tan liquid with the consistency of mineral oil in just three hours. Oh. <laughs> oh. I kind of regret doing this podcast today. I got to go. Ooh. Oh, my God. Are there videos? Don't. Oh, my God. That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. What are we up to, like four listeners now? Five. Oh, and a special thanks to USS for the temporary, yes, temporary podcast theme song.